and welcome to another episode of Throne Controllers Podcast, episode two. I'm Bats. I'm Case. And uh, we've got probably a perfect show for you today. I was looking over the agenda and probably one of our best shows ever. Why are you leaving early? Well, uh, I was thinking about it, but... Well, I mean, that would definitely make it a lot better if you just left and I talked for an hour about bunnies and elephants. You know, I think everyone would prefer it if you sang, actually. Yes, that involves alcohol, and I don't have any right now. Well, we could put in some break music right here, and you can go get <laughs> drunk and then come back and just, uh, we'll have drunken podcast with Case. Oh, that's my other podcast, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, thanks for the bump. Okay, no problem. That's what I'm here for. So, um, what's been going on with you lately? Just, I, I spent more time gaming than usual this week. Um, I decided I didn't want to drink all weekend, so I just played video games. I and now that I have the PS3 and the 360, I just have a game running on both of them. And when I die, I switch between the two systems. That's a uh, that's, that's sad. Sad. No, actually, that's uh, the smartest thing you've ever said. <laughs> yes. Anyhow, yourself, are you uh, good weekend? Good week. Um, well, you know, this weekend I'm a little sore. I spent uh, all day Saturday just laying a lot of wood. You know what I mean. So you build a deck? No, I I actually was with my uh, brother putting down a, a wood floor at our there our you go. House. So this is wonderful. But, Everyone's so excited about that. This this information. But I just like saying I was laying wood. Well, it's the only time you ever did or have ever, did. <laughs> ever have. You've I guess your, you've got your tenses just they're just gone. You did that done did that stuff exactly all of those. <laughs> Be true, false. So what? Were you laying wood too much? You didn't play any games? No, I played some games. Definitely, definitely. Do you, would you like to hear about what else? I, I would what love to. What, what have you been playing? Ah, so um, I have been gaming Infamous Two. Um, I, I, as you probably heard in the last podcast, I enjoy Infamous and uh, Infamous Two. I would say a, a little bit of a fan fanboy there. So I uh, completed a complete uh, playthrough on Good. Um, and there's a good and bad ending. And I previously stated, uh, you were like, oh, talking about Infamous. And I was like, oh, in the second one, they don't knock you over the head as hard with the uh, the good evil choices. Well, I'm a liar because I guess right at the beginning they don't so much. But later it's literally like they stop the game and show a red and blue. And they're like, what should I do? Just like the and, first one. No, it's even worse than that. Awesome. Because, you know. Well, you know, the generation nowadays, they don't know what good and evil really is. You know, they just do what they want. So you have to hit over the head. They're like, set fire to small woodland creatures or feed the homeless. Hmm. Which one's evil? I'm not sure. Couldn't I set fire to them and then feed them what I set fire to? So the the only good thing is that I wanted to go through and have the good ending because actually there's a trophy for good and evil um, missions and uh, endings, so it was fairly easy to stay on the good path. And now I'm going to go through and play on evil, and that's a lot easier because you can just walk through the game and you don't have to worry about blowing up civilians and shit. So I can just. Did you um, did you like the uh, new effects to the electric electricity? Where if you're evil, it's more like fire now, and if you're good, it's more like ice. Uh, before they did different colors, but uh, well, but yeah. now it looks like ice and looks like fire. No, they actually, those are actual powers. Like, if you're good, you get ice powers. If you're um, bad, you get fire powers. I'm not, not spoilers. 
Pow, pow, you pow. should know that. I, I, I did start an evil playthrough. I haven't finished it yet, though. But yeah, yes. yeah. So it's it's um, th- those are some of your powers, but they're uh, it's just like a select power type of thing. So yeah, yeah. So uh, I did that. I also played. Um, I went and got the Rockstar Pass uh, for uh, L.A. Noir DLC. So essentially, what it is you pay a one-time fee and then you get all the dlc for that game that comes is coming out and all the the current dlc so you're the one complaining last week in a rant about having to buy dlc to finish stories wait 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 what i said was last week was i don't like it when they have exclusive store dlc that i can't get so i can't be a completist so yeah but the problem is this was this, this some of the stuff was only available in certain areas and I couldn't get it when it first came out and the only reason I didn't just finish this game and skip over it is because the PlayStation Network was down for so long that I didn't really play this game until it came back up so I could get the DLC and, and complete it so technically due to hackers I, I broke a cardinal rule of my own but that's <laughs> that's neither here nor there in other, in other words I played all the L.A. Noir DLC um, that's out so far, and uh, worth it. Um, it was it's pretty good. I mean, they're just like additional cases. Only two there's only two of the cases have additional like trophies or achievements that come with it. Uh, the other ones are just like extra. So if you're not all the way up to level twenty or maxed out, uh, I guess it would help with that. But of course, I already was because I'm a trophy whore. Of course, you are. So. So, um, yeah, and then uh, this this kind of pissed me off. Uh, I decided, hey, you, you know what game I haven't played in a while and I really enjoyed was uh, Fallout New Vegas because I love Fallout 3 um, and I liked Fallout New Vegas. And they had come out with some uh, DLC. Uh, it was called like Lonely Hearts or something like that. And um, th- they came out with a second one recently and... So I I had bought the first one, played it, and so then I had um and it was uh, it was okay, uh, and then I bought the second set of uh, DLC and I went to play it, and you know what, I just I'm at at this point with the whole the says the the, oh, the the gameplay the style, just no, just not that it's just Fallout. Okay, anyone here who hasn't played Fallout. Um, New Vegas. It has. Well, I. Go ahead. Okay, thank you, Case. It's a bit buggy. It's a bit buggy. It's just just like that last interaction between Case and I. It's it's glitchy. It's buggy. It does not go smoothly. You get stuck in the uh, rocks. You know what that really? That sounds like my usual dates when we come home. It doesn't go smoothly. There's rocks involved. Lots of books. That sounds sounds like a crabs. That sounds like a good like Monday morning story where you're by the water cooler and you're telling everybody you're like, so there I was. She came in with a bunch of rocks, two quarts of mortar oil. That sounds like a good story. No, trust me. Once you lived it, it's not that good. All right, well, but it makes a good story. Yeah, that's true. It's a good story to tell, but once you've experienced it, you don't even want to remember it. All right. But speaking of, um, um, so Fallout, 
the first one, played it, beat it, just like everyone else in the world. But I think my problem with the Fallout wasn't the buggy. I never played um, what is the, what's the new one called? The Vegas one? I don't know. Whatever the Vegas one's called. Fallout New Vegas. Thank you. I've actually never uh, went and played it just because every Bethesda game I play, they're like, what, 20, 30 hours long. By the time I get too into the game, 30 hours into the game, I'm, I just get tired of the same game style, I guess. Like, nothing new happens for like 10 hours, and I just feel like I'm now trying to get to the end because I'm just like, ugh. But that's me. I'm, I'm a little weird. So I never went to New, uh, new Vegas or Fall of New Vegas. Is the crystal on your palm blinking red? Yes. Oh, you're old. <laughs> that's the problem yes because I because I like to have new challenges and have things change in a story that moves along in a quicker pace I'm old no it's just like you're like you're like you're the guy in the movie theater who's like this is taking too long I'm leaving that's not true <laughs> and the movies I like longer movies because usually longer movies have better stories longer games to me a game has is 20 hours is like the prime Amount of time I feel. No, I longer I like it longer the better. I think the longer they go, they they suffer from just like a really a book that's three thousand pages long. It eventually, just gets to this point where you're like, okay, I want an ending. But hey, no. Continue. If Fallout, if Fallout Three had zero bugs and flawless, I would have loved it if that game was. Four times as long. It just I, got to the same thing over and over again. You get the quest. You go when you're fighting something. You use it's, it's uh, whatever whole, that zoom in thing is. And since I, it's called it, vats. Vats. Yes, I, I totally haven't played this game in the longest time. I use vats and I aim for their head and their head explodes because I have all the freaking right combos of my uh, my power ups set up. So I I never had any fear of dying. Okay, well, first, don't play the game on easy. I second, play the game um, on easy, but um, second, the world—if the world is so expansive, you can just walk around in areas that have nothing to do with the game and just find crazy You're crap. Right, you can, but that's what I don't want to do. As you know, I'm not an open world dude either. So that's fine. So that's 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 party. That's party right there. You don't like the open world. I do. I like to walk around, explore it, just uh, pick up. Like just random notes found in a barn and read them about some weird guy who brought his animals back from the dead and then they killed him and it has nothing to do with the story. It's just some weird thing that some one of the designers threw in there because he was bored one day. I guarantee it wasn't because he was bored one day. Well, I mean, not bored, but they probably planned every little thing you found. Well, that's fine. And I, I'm gonna, I understand the like of it. I, I enjoy side quests too. Let's go back. What else did you play, I was, Mr. I Hate Vegas? I was bashing it because I went to play the new DLC. Listen, I'm, I'm jumping back five minutes ago. So in case you forget what I was talking about, just rewind the podcast. Um, I got the new DLC and then I started up the game and I'm walking around, you know, with my last save and I'm, waiting for the, the radio signal because that's what always happens with the DLC. Nothing. So I'm like, oh, what the hell? So I'm um, like, all right, restart it, whatever. Nothing. Uh, look online. They're like, oh, well, sometimes there's a problem. I'm like, oh, what the hell? I could not get the damn DLC to work, period. I went through. I deleted the game data. I deleted the... Um, the DLC and re-downloaded it and reloaded it. I did everything and nothing. And then they were like, 
and then some people online were like, oh, well, maybe um, it, it affects some saves. So I even started a new game, and it didn't stink and work. So I was just like, fuck this. I was just done. I was, I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not playing this, this goddamn game anymore. So when the next one comes out, and or Skyrim, they better fix the damn engine, or I swear, I swear to God, I will will play it and complain the whole time. That's that's my threat. Yes, great threat you have there. I will buy it at full price and complain the whole time I'm playing it. But I'll still buy it, and I'll buy it again too. If you I will still deal. buy it at full price, but for the love of God, just fix it, please. So, you, so you're really excited about Skyrim, huh? Um, you know, here's the thing is I'm excited about the, what it could be. Every time I see a commercial, I'm like, eh, but see, I'm the opposite. I saw the first commercial when, when he's fighting the dragon and I'm like, oh, this was kind of cool. And then I saw the E3 like play demo and I said, oh, this looks like, um, oblivion again, where I'm going to be annoyed because I'm the bow and arrow and I'll have to like run backwards away from monsters. <laughs> Yeah, but of course you like that. Yeah, no, I, man, I I played the shit out of Oblivion. And so did I. I put like forty hours in that thing. I even did the, all the DLC for it. Oh, the DLC was terrible. I didn't mind the one where you got the island in the middle of the in the middle of that one lake, and it took you to a different world. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But anyhow, so what sure. else, is that all you've been playing, man? You've been going on for like at least four hours. Okay, yeah, that's. That that was that was my that's my short list. Yeah. So what have you been gaming? Well, you know, being the special person that I am. You are very special. I am very special. Well, I'll start with the easy, quick run through. Is that I have been playing Infamous, the first one, because I got it free because of the hack on the PSN network. So I've been playing that. You know, as I said, I've never played before. Um, and I will agree. The more I got through the game, the less it feels like prototype but the more it feels like crackdown and i actually enjoyed crackdown a lot more than i enjoyed infamous um but otherwise i, I mean it's, it's a good game i don't mind I, i'll do i've been doing all the side quests so like you know basically I, i've cleaned up all the islands and got all the shards um that i can get so far i only unlocked the first two islands i think there's one there's three islands i believe um so Anyhow, I've just been playing that, finishing it up. Uh, but the bigger game of the of the week, I guess, bigger uh, as in I bought the spectacular, huge size version of it would be Duke Nukem uh, Forever, right? Is that what it's called? Duke Nukem Forever, I guess. And, yes. Yep. Yeah, yes. Uh, and I don't know what to say. It's. I, I heard it's the best game ever. I I've it, seen the reviews online. Duke Nukem, the world's greatest shooter, is finally here, and you, you know can now die. You can now die. See, the, but it has some things in it that aren't bad. <laughs> like, like what? The color red is actually red. <laughs> well, you know. Well, all right. So here's here's my. I, I'm gonna play through it. I haven't. I I went as hard as level as possible. So, um, you know, it's taking me a little while to get through it, but. Like, I don't mind the graphics aren't horrible to me. Like, they're not that bad. I mean, they're not high-quality stuff, you know, that exists in, in other um, IPs. But it's it's really not that bad graphic-wise. 
but everything else about the game just seems unfinished. And it's and it's weird to say that for a game that took 12 years to make. But like you got first off the one thing that's bugging me is since it's on console and it's a first person shooter, you can tell they just ported the PC code over cuz aiming in the on the console is near impossible. Like you just touch their D-pad or whatever the analog sticks any direction and it doesn't move smoothly. It like jumps. Like like it'll jump like say a 10 by 10 square so when you're trying to aim at something when you're zoomed in it's like near it's like you're taking forever to try to aim on them where if you're on a pc they'd be using the mouse and it'd be smooth so i hate that pissing me off it actually reminds me of one reason why i like playing pc games a lot better than console games um because usually when they port it from pc they lose that the the precise targeting um so that thing's been really pissing me off like, I know I'm wasting ammo just because I'm, like, flailing around. And I'm actually good at first-person shooters. So don't think of this because I suck. Um, so that really pissed me off. And then uh, they, one thing I did that was kind of neat, but not neat at the same time because they did it poorly, was uh, the way you your life, they call, you don't have hit points. You have an ego. And the bigger your ego is, the more life you have, basically. And the way uh, you get more ego is you interact with different things on the map. Like uh, you might see a toilet and you pee in it and you get like plus one ego. Um, you might see a, a toilet that has a shit in it and you pick the shit up and throw it against the wall and you get plus two ego. Um, you know, stuff like that. And they have like a pool table that you can play nine ball on. And if you sink all the balls, you, you'll you get plus some egos. There's a pinball game, you get plus some egos. There's air hockey that you can play. It's like all these other things that you can do. To get your ego boosted up. The problem is every one of those things they do has like the worst engine to do them. Like the, the air hockey does not work as air hockey would work. It's like horrible physics playing this air hockey game. So it's not fun. It's like a chore to play it. And since there's achievements, I'm like, I got to do the achievements or like the pinball game. Like half the time, the one of your paddles won't work for some reason or like the ball just does weird shit or when it hits the paddles it doesn't work right it's it's like they did all these little cool interaction things but they didn't finish them <laughs> um so that, that that really bugged me and then the one thing that i didn't think i would get annoyed with and again maybe it's because i'm old i don't know but i doubt it's that is they did the one thing that a lot of sequels sometimes do they look at the original game and they, they pick one aspect of that game and said oh that's why it was popular and in Duke Nukem's case, it was the fact that he's a one-liner, swearing, womanizer dude. So they blew that up to hardcore in the new one. So, like, every 10 seconds, you're swearing up a storm, flicking shit off. You're, like, you know, nude women are walking around. Like, you run into them. Like, you have a mission where you have to actually, spoiler alert, I guess, if no one's done this part yet, you have to actually go find um, popcorn and you got to find a uh, condom because, you know, even the slut has protected sex because, you know, just in case. And then you have to find a vibrator um, for And then she'll give you a lap dance. Like, just the base of lap dance starts and it goes to the loading screen. And, like, it's so over the top. Like, I don't mind that stuff usually. Like, there's nudity in other games I play and I really don't care. It's just it's so over the top. It's like, really, guys? Really? You're going to do this? Like, it was so over the top that I didn't buy it for my dad like I was going to for Father's Day because I felt odd buying it for him. Like, I would probably buy it for my brother, but my, my dad, it's like, yeah, I'm going to buy him a game where he, goes, where he has to go find a fucking vibrator. Yeah, I don't think so. Like, it's just, like, crazy over the top. Um, so 
that bugged me. And the last, I mean, the one big complaint a lot of other people are doing was the loading screen. And I agree, the loading screen is really annoying because um, I don't mind it between the boards. It's just every time you die, it basically reloads the whole board. So you got to sit there for a while while you need to reload. But again, like I said earlier, I took advantage of that by every time I died, while it was loading, I switched over to Infamous and played a few uh, side missions or the, one of the main missions of Infamous and then came back and played some more uh, Duke Nukem. So, I mean, I, I would say that you should probably play it just because it's been a game that everyone's been waiting for for so long, but either game fly the damn thing or steal it from me. Really? I, I heard it was great. I don't know what you're talking about. I thought you died for a second there. I thought Duke Nukem punched you in the face. No, I was just letting you, just you were on a roll, so I was letting you go with it. Um, no, I heard the same things about Duke, Duke Nukem. I haven't had a chance to play yet, but I heard definitely the same thing is that um, it's like uh, when the game came out, um, you know, that type of mochismo, um, you know, one-liner guy was 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 novel because most of your characters didn't even talk, so it was... It was like, whoa, wait, this guy's got some attitude. And it's like the gaming industry matured and grew up around him, and then um, he's there. Uh, the game would have been better if he had been in, like, a coma and just woke up, and now it's the future, and he's still acting like an ass, and everybody's like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? Well, or was- if, if people call her calling him out on it, being like, Duke's like, he's like, balls of steel. And all of a sudden someone's like, yeah, yeah, sure, Duke, whatever you say. Well, the funny part is all the people you run into there are that are cops or soldiers act the same way as him too. <laughs> but um, Isn't like, he like the, the king of the universe or something. Well, he's became he became famous because of him saving the world before. So he has like a mansion and all this stuff. He owns a casino, um, and he's like a big famous hero. He's always in all these action flicks, so he has a lot of money, um, stuff like that. But like I, the one liner thing you're talking about back in the '90s, though. Is the original Duke Nukem came off more like um, Army uh, Evil, uh, Army of Evil, Army uh, of Darkness? Is uh, what, uh, Bruce Campbell's character? And I can't think of his name right now for some reason. Like the way he had one-liners, they were funny, and like, but he like you could tell he had like this like ego, but he wasn't sure about his ego. Like it was like you know he was only doing it because he really didn't believe himself, so he always had these one-liners. Like it came off like that. It came off like with this insecure guy, but yet. He had these cool one-liners, you know, where now it's just, it's just like that funny part of it is gone. And now it's just like a bunch of one-liners that don't make you laugh at all. It doesn't make you snicker. It doesn't make you do anything other than go, really? Or like, you know, oh, look, I killed the three-breasted monster and then I flicked her off. Okay, yay. He can make a flicking finger. You know, it's like, I don't know. So... Like I said, maybe because I'm old. Maybe there's some 12-year-old kids out there playing it. They're like, hey, I get to see my first pixelized boobies. And I would uh, I would tell them to go buy a Dead or Alive Volleyball Special Edition Beach bouncing this. It's got better boobies. Pro tip, kids. Pro tip. <laughs> so, um, and then I think that was really all I've been playing. Um, I don't think I did anything other gaming other than those two games uh, that I can remember. If I did something, it was probably some small little X and XBNLA game. So, yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, yeah, it sounds like, you know, you got some good stuff in. Um, still waiting for you to get your copy of um, uh, Allison, Alice, uh, the Madness oh, Returns. I really want to hear about that. Yeah, and uh, I told you the story already, but just so everyone else in the world knows, UPS 
sucks. It's actually odd because I usually I love UPS, but I ordered it from Amazon.com because that's where I buy all my games. And you know what are you gonna do? Anywho, usually I ship it to my office so someone's there to get it. Shipped it home at to my house. Uh, the first two delivery times I missed. The third time, they told me at nine o'clock that they tried to deliver it. I got the the uh, the, the thing from the door, the little uh, posted note for best whatever they call it, the notice. At like 9.30, by the time I got the post-it noted, they already sent it back and was shipping it back to Amazon at 9.17. So I had like a 17-minute window to call them to actually stop it from happening. So uh, I got the notice today that they they got they refunded my money. So I might just run down to a local store and buy it there just so I can play it. Another pro tip, kids. Another pro tip. <laughs> Make, make sure you ship it to your office, not to your home. Pro tip. <laughs> so, anything been going on in the uh, news lately? Oh, there's lots of things going on. Um, well, since I've been being very negative about Duke, uh, well, I'll pull up this one. It's, a, it's kind of an older news from last week, but uh, the PR uh, company around uh, Duke Nukem, which I'm trying to remember the name, Render Group, uh-huh. sent out uh, – well, he didn't send it out. He tweeted out a message about how too many, uh, too many of their bad reviews are happening. That these people that are reviewing, they might not get games next time to review because of how much venom they had on their reviews about Duke Nukem. Basically saying, "Hey, you can't tell the truth. If you do, you won't be able to review games in the future." Uh, Case, you know what? I just want to point out right here and now that throne controllers will never yield to PR no matter how much they push on us if they say if you guys give a negative review to Duke Nukem we're not going to send you any more games you know what that's fine we're going we will give it the worst review possible if it's that bad because we're not afraid of them not sending us any games because they don't send us any right now but uh yeah so that was interesting but then of course um, uh, what is it? Gearbox? I think it was Gearbox. It might have been 2K. Whoever is the publisher of Duke Nukem, which I can't remember right now. Who is the publisher? It's it's actually it's it's co. Oh, is it? Well, anyhow, yeah, so it's whoever, hi- whoever hired the PR for him fired him <laughs> once they said that. Uh, so yeah, brilliant. And the guy that runs the. Redner company sent an apology email to everybody. So, so yeah, uh, that was, I found it amusing more than anything. Just a, that everybody knows that that happens already. There's a lot of sites out there. I guarantee whose reviews are a little biased, but uh, games spy. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so that I found that pretty interesting. Uh, um, the other big news for me from the Xbox world, uh, it's not, you know, it's not a big news per se. It's more like the rumor world. Yay, rumor world! I love rumor world. Uh, Crytek, uh, there's a thing saying that we have the new Xbox, the Xbox 720. We'll call it whatever. Uh, was it Crytek UK said this, and then of course, like the next day, they came out and said, "No, we don't have this." So anyhow, it was just fun for that one day of saying, "Oh, they're gonna have a new console by what 2014." Um, of course, yeah, 
it's probably it's probably semi true in all honesty and semi false. They probably don't really have a seven twenty sitting there, but they might have some APIs about like some of the stuff that'll be included in it, maybe just so they can start. So they need to have two years, three years to actually get a quality game developed. But yeah, I definitely agree that I'm not sure they have a dev unit, but I'm. I'm sure that they've gone, you know, maybe gone to them and said, "Hey, this is what we're thinking, maybe about the specs of the system. Just giving you a heads up. Maybe you want to start looking into it." Or yeah, exactly. Because uh, I think 2014, or or excuse me, 2014, um, uh, is a is a good date to pick for uh, PS3 or uh, Xbox to come out with a new console. Uh, it just seems like it because 2012. We'll get the Wii U, and uh, and I think that both of those just want to see how how that crazy brick works. <laughs> Do they? Do you I really care? I don't. I mean, we both we both know that that we're gonna buy it and play it just because. Well, yeah, uh, because because we have to report on it. But that's besides that point. Well, well, I did actually talk to my brother about it. He's not a huge gamer, but he has a Wii, and uh, he's probably going to buy it because he just likes to have at least a console. But he's not a hardcore gamer, so he's not a good spec to run off of. So, anyhow. So, I don't know. So, that's the other big, that was a bigger, that was an exciting few hours of my life saying, yay, 720. And I looked at my computer and said, oh, my PC is still better than any console out there. Um, so, you know, uh, another thing that I found is kind of more amusing than a, a great news story this this week. Uh, there's Robert Williams had a commercial for the Princess Zelda, the new one. Uh, uh, what's it called? The Legend of Zelda: Oceana of Time 3D. Oh, that's a mouthful. That's, no, no. What is that the name of it? No. Okay. Well, one. Okay. Uh, let, let me back back up you? for you because right now you're about to get 500 letters of fan mail from because I didn't say the fucking Oceana right or Ocarina or I no, like to have ovaries. It's Ocarina of Time, and Thank that you. game's been out forever, and they just released it for the 3DS. But the other Zelda game that's still in the works that they're gonna release Nintendo is called Skyward Sword. Well, that's the one that's on the Wii, right? That one's gonna be on the Wii, but the one that's yes. on the 3DS, that's just a re-release of. Um, well, it's been on every other system. Is Ocarina of Time. I'm which, glad that you pay attention to boring games. Well, hey, back when that came out um, on the NES, the, yeah, no, it didn't come out on the NES. No, I'm saying the original Zelda is the only game that was worthwhile. No, no, Ocarina of Time was really good. Um, Majora's Mask was pretty good too. All right. Well, anyhow, in his commercial, which is just, this is news to me. It's probably been some a lot of people might have known this before, but apparently, or this is a lie. I don't know. Apparently, Robert Williams named his daughter Zelda after the original Zelda, what came out in nineteen eighty eight, I believe. Um, well, that's because in the eighties, Ron Moons was doing a lot of coke. Yes, but he was also Mork, and Mork was awesome because he drank with his finger. And for 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 you got to explain that you do not. Oh come on! Everyone has to know Mork and Mindy. It's a classic. 
It was a television show back in the 90s. Anyhow, for those who don't know, Mork was an alien from space that lived with a girl named Mindy. He lived in an egg, by the way. And he had, I don't know if you call it special powers, but he was different than us. And one of the things that he did was he drank with his fingers. Um, so just, just and more think, think about how ridiculous this sounds, right? You're like, there was this guy uh-huh. who, he one, he dressed funny. He wore suspenders. He talked funny. He said he was from outer space. He slept in a giant egg and he drank with his fingers. He's awesome. I'm, I'm pretty sure he was um, on drugs. Had, no, no, either, uh, on drugs, or he had uh, some some mental problems and probably needed some severe help. Well, just so you know, it was actually 1978 until 1982 was the years more committee was on. Hey. Thanks. Another pro tip. There you go. I got facts, baby. Dude, Morgan Mitty was really a great show. Just, just deal with it. And it's as old as me. I, I am dealing with it, and it's dealt with. The other now, fucking cool thing, I think, by the way, with the Robert Williams commercial, is he has a freaking huge Linus, Linus Travolti beard. It's a fucking huge beard. It's, it's brilliant. Brilliant beard. I think I should grow a beard. Does he look like one of the guys from Modern, uh, Modern Warfare? No, he looks more like a guy who's sitting in a computer writing code all day. So he's got Cheetos in it? Yes, because that's where we keep our snacks. Hmm. <laughs> now, now you, you program all day, but you don't have a beard. Yes, that's because I want to have sex. Ah, ah. I didn't yes. know that was one of the criteria to have sex was no beard. Well, it's not no beard, but programmer's beard and sex don't mix too well. Pro tip. Pro tip. If you want to have sex, don't have a programmer's beard. Um, right. so, Life well, lessons. Life lessons with Case. Yes. I, I am the future. The future is me. <laughs> so there's, any, some, there's some guy out there with a beard that get that gets tons of actions like, this is not true. He might have like one of those hipster beards, you know, where like it's well groomed and he looks like he should be working on a farm or something. But he doesn't have a programmer's beard where they don't cut it and it just like frails out to no extent, fills in all the empty space in the room that they're in. Let me play, let me let me play devil's advocate. I bet you ZZ Top got laid a lot. Well, that's some- that's a special <laughs> case. They're a band. See, they're famous. That doesn't count. You can't count famous people in anything. I'm, I'm just saying I'm putting lots of holes in this whole beard theory of yours, conspiracy. You know, also, Hitler had a lot of friends, so we all should act like Hitler? I don't think so. No, but he didn't have a beard. You know who did? Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, but his was groomed. And he, he fought zombies riding a bear. That is true. That was fucking sweet of him. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, let's move on. That's enough beard talk. Oh, wait. I'm not talking about hackers. More beards. Yay. So, you know how we got the PSN hacked. And then right after the PSN got hacked, one of um, Sony's other online mochizo got hacked. The thing that... Um, skip ahead. Skip ahead. Damn it. I don't know what it's called. The one for their MMOs got hacked. Well, also now, uh, Lil Sec uh, went ahead and hacked uh, Sega Pass. Say it again. Lolsack. Does that Sack. sound like anything to you? Lolsack. That's the name of the ball sack to me. <laughs> well, that is yeah. 
that is their name. Uh, they hacked uh, Sega Pass, which is actually kind of interesting because they 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 they, they didn't claim they did it because they uh, tweeted saying we love the Dreamcast, so they claimed they didn't do it, but. I'm betting they probably did. Um, they do it for the Lutz. Yes. Well, then the funny part was is I was reading this article a few days ago and and just amazed that like I feel that like the gaming community is the worst people that piss off if you're a hacker <laughs> because I guarantee a good chunk of the gamers are also well programmers or even hackers themselves. So you're really pissing off the wrong customers. That you know the people that you might want to be on your side. Uh, and now that today, uh, Lulzsack and Anonymous have come together to take down governments and banks, they announced that they're going to war. So, yeah, there might be, uh, all of us gamers need to unite. All of us uh, guys out there might know how to hack and fight these bastards. But anyhow... No crap. I think don't, I, no, don't I think controllers I, does not condone anything Case has said, and please don't hack our site. I just have to say, I think Anonymous just took my computer over. <laughs> actually, I, had, I was actually backing Anonymous for some of the stuff they did, like the whole like protesting against PSN for stuff they did. Um, but no, 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 not the hacking part. I'm just saying no, the other. If stuff you if you've got all this ability to go hack, go hack the these giant corrupt corporations and the. In some cases, they did the all these corrupt other governments around. Go do that. Don't don't pick on stupid Sony. You're gonna say like, oh, well, well, they're a huge uh, corporation. Sony is a huge corporation, but yeah. it's not. But they, but they weren't. They weren't like they weren't. They were. They weren't sacrificing goats and stuff. They. I mean, Jesus. They went oh. after one guy that totally smashed their copyrights and cut me some slack. But and and also they didn't hurt Sony. Well, they did from money standpoint in PR. But what they stole was my information. They didn't steal, like, money from Sony. Like, they didn't get stuff from Sony. Like, if they want to hack Sony, do it and take their network down, but don't steal my stuff, you know, my personal information. You know, that, then maybe I'd be a little not as mean. <laughs> but really, come on, stop messing with us and go mess with other people. <laughs> Anyways, I, I think we should move on. Sure, man. Well, really, that's the things that stood out for me this week. What, what do you got? What's in your mind? Well... Um, as always, I'll, I'll start with, uh, my favorite, the PS3. Um, they actually announced, uh, a, a, a new model they're going to come out with. So it's not like a big change to, to, to design or anything like that. They're actually just going, it's a new model and they're going to, it's going to be a little bit lighter. So the current, uh, PSA, PS Slim, uh, is about, uh, 6.6 pounds and they're going to drop it down about a pound. And uh, so that's gonna make it even lighter, and it's pretty. Oh light. boy! Now is it a mobile device now? It's getting close, um, and then also it's gonna use less power. So um, you know, before it used it, it was using I think uh, 230 watts, and now they're saying it's gonna only use 200 watts. Uh, so I mean that mm. that's that's better. Uh, I, I guess I, I don't mind the less power, but the weight thing to me is is, is yeah. What I, I can buy a lighter desk to put it on i don't i don't see why, why i care that's that's only because your xbox 360 has a giant power brick you have to wield around and i don't even care i don't care i don't move my 360 it stays connected to a tv all right well you tell me that when you're moving in two weeks and then i have guys that come and carry shit 
Anyways, pay them a pizza. So that that's um that's the PS3. They'll come out just uh, bringing out their newer tech and and so it uses power. That's that's always good. Um, I'm not sure that that positive PR is going to overcome any of the negative PR they recently had. But <laughs> we lost uh, all your information. Here's a lighter PS3. We're Ooh. damaging the environment less. Sorry about your credit card. Um, <laughs> Dice has confirmed. That the PS3 and 360 versions of Battlefield 3 will be locked locked at 30 frames per second. Now, before you get excited, because everyone's like, yes, stable frame rate. Um, the reason this is bad news is because they said on the PC, it will be locked at 60. This is great news. Yeah, for PC gamers. Yes. Because you guys get it at 60. Because we but, have better machines. What, you don't agree with that statement at all? No, it's just, you know, if you're going to spend your time with the biggest audience, go go with the consoles. You know, most of these games came out on the PC first, and that's where they got their money to make the games for the consoles. Yeah, yeah, well, most yeah. movies first came out or didn't have any sound, so... Yes, and but see, what they didn't do was they came out with sound, and then they made ones for home that didn't have sound again. Those damn talkies. <laughs> but anyhow, the, I just, since you brought up Battlefield 3, and I was just thinking about this when you were talking about DLC and how you hate it, um, they also uh, said that um, there's going to be a pre-order bonus DLC. I think it's... I don't know if they told what store that bonus is going to come from, but you'll get it... If you pre-order, you'll get it the day of release. And then after some time of pass... Time of pass? Pass of time. Um, after the game's release, everyone else gets it for free. Well, even the people that pre-ordered didn't pay extra. So everyone gets the DLC for free. It's just that pre-ordered people get it earlier. That seems fair. Yeah, I actually liked it. I like the fact that everyone gets it free in the end. Um, and it's just that the pre-orders get it earlier. I actually like that concept. Yeah. I, I, I am that, that gets Bat's seal of approval. That's the throne controller's stamp of approval. Yes, but we, you will have to insert stamp sound here. No, I think I'm gonna call some guys over there and see if they can have us quoted. Put it. Can we get that on the box? box yeah, right there, a box quote. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> this has throne controller's seal of approval. It'll be like the Nintendo seal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little gold thing. Quality seal. Yeah. Uh, so moving on from Battlefield Three. Uh, on to uh, a little bit still gamer-related, Netflix uh, has continued to say in the news that game rental business is not worth the company's money. But I guess uh, the uh, rental company Redbox, you know, those ones that are outside your grocery store, they disagree, and they are launching a game rental service. Um, so between, you know, uh, there's quite a few different companies that are doing this now. Uh, I think there's money to be made and I think really Netflix, uh, should jump on board and do it because they have such great turnaround time with movies. If they did it with games, I would certainly consider it. Well, um, I, you know, the one thing that Netflix said. does though, well, I, I can agree that there, there is the money to be made there, but Netflix turnaround rate also is the fact that. You can buy a lot of movies, like have an inventory 
at a lesser price than to have the same size inventory for games because games are pretty expensive comparatively. You just have so so okay, right? What is what is the two movie deal thing? What is it, sixteen dollars or something? I don't know. The, yeah, whatever it is, it's some low price because you know you like you said, movies are cheaper. And you know when you do, uh, if you go through any of the game rental companies, it is more expensive. And it is. I'm just saying though, the one thing you pointed out, you said Netflix has good turnaround rate. I'm thinking if Netflix did this, and they did charge us more. I think their turnaround rate will probably be just as good as Gamefly's just because of the inventory you have for gaming versus the inventory you would have for movies. I think Redbox has the benefit of you go to that box and they'll have like three or four games in there. They're not going to have a large inventory, but you go to the box and people return it to that box. So there's not that mail time. So there's no like empty inventory for like two or three days. Maybe. Well, uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how this all pans out. I mean, even movie rental stuff is changing now where uh, you you can't get on Netflix until two weeks after it comes out for sale, um, stuff like that. So uh, that's yes. just a, so, so we'll have to see how that pans out with the video games as well. I just – I'd like the ability to have a, a choice and see some, some competition more yeah. in the game rental space. Um, and uh, last surprise, surprise, we're going to talk about the Wii again. The Wii, uh, yeah. So, as the Wii goes, so the Wii U goes, as the the saying goes. I think for sure that's right. <laughs> right? No. So, uh, the Wii U is taking the 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 advice of the Wii success. And is not going to support DVDs or Blu-rays. So when you get your brand new Wii U system, you will not be able to watch movies on it just like you can't watch them on the Wii. Because so, apparently Nintendo is brilliant. Or they're, they believe in the future of streaming movies. No, no. They just, they're not looking at the big picture. Or maybe they just say, we aren't an entertainment system. We are a gaming system. The Wii has the Netflix app on it. Maybe they're saying... No, they're just lazy. Stop playing movies. We want to play video games. They're not lazy, because I'm sorry to say, adding a freaking player to your system is not difficult. That's all. Right, it's not difficult, so it means they're lazy. No, lazy would be like, oh, it's going to take an extra five months of development to make that work. That's and then we're like, oh, we're too lazy to do that. But if it's like, all we need to do is plug this in and we're ready to go, then that's not easy. I mean, that's easy. That's not lazy. It's just stupid. But anyway. yeah, I'm, I'm actually amazed that the Wii U has a prepared, has its own media itself. It, it's not a CD. It's not a DVD. It's not a Blu-ray. It's their own special designed media format. I'm not surprised that all that at all. Nintendo always comes out with proprietary. Thank you. Um, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, type of stuff. I mean, you look at the the GameCube discs; they were smaller. Um, then you, you you just look at anything. They, the Wii. Out, oh wait, no. no so the Wii U is going to have some high density disc. That's um blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. sure the new when the new Xbox comes out, they'll have some special disc that's higher than a DVD, but doesn't have they don't have to pay Sony for the Blu-ray rights, blah blah blah. Memory so, Yeah. So, you know, um cool. I'm, I'm not surprised. 
they they that's just what they want to do, and they didn't want to have to pay licensing rights. So, all right, well, cool. So, all right, so that's why what's been happening last week, really, in gaming, right? Yeah. So, I mean, so I was gonna say, uh, <laughs> keep on interrupting you. Apparently, uh, no, I will. I'll, right now. No, now. Say something. So I was just gonna say, um, we're gonna take a break. You know, get our uh, thinking caps on, come back when finish up this uh, podcast with a glorious rant of some kind, and we'll talk about, we'll uh, throw out a new uh, classic game that we all think you should play this week, if you can find it, and then uh, we'll read some emails if we have any, um, and then we'll uh, get going. Welcome back from the break music. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that. I, I particularly like that one. Ah. Yeah. I think we should, we should use that more often in the break music. It took a lot, a lot of effort for me to find it. I thought you composed it. I tried, but my beatbox just wasn't being picked up on the mic, so I had to go with something else. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, all, all the ends well ends well. Yeah, that's the same. That's how it goes, right? Yeah, I think so. Everything that ends well, ends well. Right. Make yes. like a tree and get the hell out of here. <laughs> yes, exactly. I can't disagree with that at all. So are exactly. you gone yet? No. But uh, the reason I'm sticking around is, um, as everybody knows, uh, at Throne Controllers, uh, we tend to get a little fired up about certain topics and uh, – well, we like to talk about them. So whether it's on the site or on the podcast, we uh, generally like to rant. Uh, we last do. Last week, uh, you heard me. Uh, this week, Case is he's, he's fired up about something. Yes, and when I get fired up, unlike Mr. Bats here, who's like, oh, we rant, and he's all calm and peaceful. When I get fired up, I break controllers. See, I'm not like a little wussy like this guy. I break shit. Anywho, so this I like week. How, I like how, the, what do you, what do you, weigh like a. 120 pounds soaking wet. I'm six six five, and I'm the wussy. You're like a little teddy bear, though. You're like a panda. You're you're over there gnawing on bamboo right now and sneezing. You you're not like some big strong bear that's gonna claw me. Remind me to go all Chewbacca on your ass later and rip one of your arms out. What? What are you gonna be like a roll? Wait, I don't know what Chewbacca saw makes. Oh. I'm just gonna rip one of your arms out of the socket and beat you with it. Yes, because you're so peaceful and calm that everyone that listens can hear your anger in your voice. All right. Okay. Well, you know what? It's the Buddhist in me. Right, it is the Buddhist in you. All right, Mr. Buddha Panda. Anyhow, so, you know, really this week I, w- I, was, I was playing Infamous a lot. And one of the things that I, I'm doing in Infamous is I'm collecting these little shards that get me my little, uh, what is it, like every X amount of shards I find, I get a little uh, bat- more battery power so I can have use more special attacks. And, all right, at that, fine. Okay, it's part of the story. I, I'm, I'm getting shards so I get more powerful. Ooh, maybe. But, you know, I'm getting tired of collecting this shit. For example, everyone out there who has played Alan Wake, or maybe, you know, those that haven't played it should play it so they will understand what the hell I'm talking about. But in Alan Wake, you're walking around, you do find something that's kind of important to the story, little pieces of paper on the ground that kind of make the story go along. Um, sometimes they're hidden, sometimes they're just wide open. Okay, that's cool. 
But for no apparent reason whatsoever, other than to put an achievement so I can have a little ding sound happen, they make you find coffee pot mugs, thermoses. There you go. They make you find thermoses, coffee thermoses, randomly in this game. While you're running away from shadows, they're like, oh, there's a thermos over here. You should find that. And you need to find some of them so you get this little ding sound and get extra points. It has nothing to do with the story, nothing whatsoever. There's no payoff. Even if you get all the thermoses and you beat the game, it's not like there's some special ending. It's not like you didn't throw the thermoses at the at the end of boss, which that would have been fucking awesome, actually. That would have been awesome. If, they, if you had to get the thermoses at the end, if you didn't have enough, you couldn't beat it. That would be awesome. I would, I would respect the game that had that twist where if you didn't collect them, you were screwed. Of course, everyone else would have to So kind of suck. <laughs> yeah, no, but come on. It would be kind of cool. But, like, I don't understand. Like, I know it's for people like bats who just really, really need to complete games and it allows them to say a game that takes 10 hours is going to take 15 hours because you just have to play a board and be very, very carefully looking around for this damn thermos. And and I'm really picking on Alan Wake, which is a game I love, but even I was trying to get these thermoses for a while and it took me out of the game. It, It would, I would be on a board. I'd like all focused on this stuff. And then I'm like, okay, I killed everything in this area. Let's go backwards and check all the little corners and all the nooks and crannies to try to find more thermoses. And yeah, so I don't have to do that. But there's just a need in games and there's something there to do. You do it. But when they have no purpose, they have no story. Uh, I don't know what the word would be because I'm not a person that writes stories. But Relevance. There you go. They're not a plot point. I don't see why we need to have these other than – well, other than piss me off because I have to stare at the screen and hurt my eyes trying to find the damn things um, or just to make the game feel longer, I really feel they need to stop doing this. Um, I don't – the thermos itself wasn't that bad one because it's pretty big. But there's other games where like you – like, oh, what was it? Gears of War. The first Gears of War, you had to collect dog tags. And they're like so freaking tiny. It wasn't like they, you could see them from a distance. You had to like actually look at the fucking ground really close and be like – Oh, or, or maybe even be like, oh, they might be over there. And they weren't on bodies. They were like this randomly on the fucking ground. Like, come on. I don't, I'm fucking playing the third, well, it's a third person shooter and like total action pack. I don't want to be staring at the ground trying to find little dog attacks. They didn't give me power ups. They didn't make me stronger. They just gave me dings and like little trophies that I could hold up and say, ha ha, I wasted more time than you. Um, just think how annoying Mario would have been when you're, well, wait, you collect the coins. But let's say if it was if, if there were in a final secret. Oh wait, you had to find secrets. Uh, maybe Mario's a bad example. But I think uh, you understand what I'm trying to get at, bats. Yeah, no, there's there's tons of games. I mean, um, Assassin's Creed did it um, with Fucking feathers. feathers. Oh man, those feathers angered me. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a game that that's classically known for. You have to collect like a hundred of them. It's just they're all over the damn place. Yeah, and and, uh, the, and the, Assassin's Creed did it too, where they had like the feathers that really sucked. But I didn't mind like the part where I fought the Templars. So you had like you could find Templars to fight in the different cities. And like you're you, talking about in the in Brotherhood when to the or the, the first the one, Boys, the Borgia Towers, or the very first one. Yeah, the very first one, you could find Templars knights that you fought them, and if you beat a certain amount of them, you know you got achievements too. Um, but for some reason, I didn't mind that one because I felt like I was trying to assassinate the guy. So like you know, I want to kill all the Templars. But the feather thing, really? Uh, what was it? My mother's or something like feathers? I don't remember. No, I mean, I know in the uh, 
the second in uh second one uh when you're uh in your Ezio uh it's because like your little brother or something. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was your brother. Of them and your your mother goes comatose until you collect a bunch of them into a put them in a box. Like yeah. remembrance or some shit. But I never got enough. So she stepped I, she, I, she I, stayed I, in coma. I I I did I I played in that game, so. Yeah, I know you did. I I got all 100. Yes, like I said, they're made for people like you. Look, I, I I didn't say I enjoyed it. I would have preferred a much easier trophy, but I don't. But I just say don't have the to get it. I just say don't have the trophy. I, like no, I, it's I, just it, it proves that I hundred percent of that game. I don't care. My e penis is huge. <laughs> I'm proud. I'm proud that your e penis is huge, but I personally. I'm at a point now where I don't look for those type of things. At least I don't try to. I mean, I'll admit there are like infamous. I have to, but like other games I've played, like I'll find like the first four or five. And then I'll be like, I'm like, and I'm like, ah, screw that. And just keep on going without finding them. But anyhow, so that's the rant. That That's my anger of the week. And I think I killed my ass. How many controls did you break? Oh, I just keep on breaking the PS3 one over and over yeah, again. Well, I know, because every time you break one, you usually text me and say, Jay's PS3 controllers suck. Hey, I throw my 360 controllers. They don't break as easily. Anyhow. Yeah. Well, just well, saying. You need to get one of the original Xbox. Those things are built like a brick. <laughs> I broke many windows with that one. <laughs> I never threw my Wii controllers because I never played any games. That's because you always put on the safety strap. And I always wanted to throw my Kinect, but I am the controller. I can't throw myself. I could throw you. All right, so when you're over, we'll make an episode where you throw me like a controller. <laughs> Come over. Mike throws every type of controller. And then I'll just throw like PS3, Wii, and then it'll show the Kinect, or it'll show the Move. I'll throw the Move, and it'll show Kinect. We'll both just stand there. And, go, throw it. and I'll just pick you up and chuck you. I like it. <laughs> That'd be awesome. All right, I'll make a, a Kickstarter to get funding. <laughs> All right, so anyhow, uh, that's the rant. The throwing Controllers Connect person idea is copyrighted by ThrowingController.com. <laughs> yes. Um, all right, so after our rant, we usually bring up, what, a classic game, right? Yeah. So, and apparently this week, uh, it's, it's my uh, turn to uh, throw something out there to the, to the audience. Something I think that they really should play. Something that I loved when I discovered it. Um, I, I apparently discovered it whew, eight years after it originally was released. So that's well, not eight years, was it six years after it was really re- released? It's been on many platforms. Was so it your uh, masculinity? No, that, I still haven't discovered that. Uh, yeah, so jerk. Um, <laughs> so the game I'm talking about is it's called Snatcher. It's a, it's a great title, isn't it? So yes, so originally the game, just so everyone knows out there, um, before I describe what the game is, I'm going to tell you what it was on. Um, originally it was released on the PC-8801, which is a computer thing that was in Japan. I don't, I, I know someone out there that's listening right now is probably going to piss off, so I can't really explain what the, what it was, but it was... It punch cards in it. It was a computer platform in, in 1988 in Japan, that's all I know. Um, it was originally released on that, uh, and then later it got 
sent a, a PC engine in, the, in 92, um, and then made it to Sega City in 94, or the Mega City, depending on where the country you lived in. And that's where I played it, was on the Sega City. Uh, and then it got ported to the PlayStation in 96, and Sega Saturn in 96, only in Japan. So, really, probably the best way to play this game is you're going to have to find it on the Sega CD, because it's the only version that got released in America. Uh, all the other ones are only in Japan. So, Snatcher itself, it was uh, it was a cyberpunk thriller game. Uh, it's an adventure game. Uh, basically like any of those Monkey Island, the click, you know, the, the click and find adventures that existed at the time. Uh, was it Monkey Island, Day of the Tentacle, Full Throttle, basically any S- S- Sahara game. Um, it's kind of like that, except it's... Well, wait, what was the name of that company again? Sahara? Wasn't it Sahara? Is that what no. I said? Sierra. Sierra, is that what I'm saying? No, it's Sahara or something like that. No, fine, whatever. They don't, exist. Not, they 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 don't exist. We should talk about that game. Shut up. So anyhow, so Snatch was a cyberpunk thriller. It was uh, um, basically kind of like a, a Blade Runner. Um, it borrowed a lot. Well, they said it borrowed a lot of themes from Blade Runner. So in the game, you're um, you play Gillian Seed, who's assigned to um, investigate this new breed of what they call bioroids. They're like kind of like an- human and an- androids. Um, just like in Blade Runner, um, they're called Snatchers. Uh, thus, the title of the of the game. Um, these bioroids are killing humans and basically taking their place in society. Just like, well, not exactly like Blade Runner. They these ones would kill a human and look like them. Um, so basically, the gameplay is to try to figure out what's happening. Where are these Snatchers? Discovering the Snatchers. Uh, kind of like, kind of what the plot is. Um, so it's also like. So at the same time, there's this Lucifer Alpha company that's making a chemical weapon, um, and, and they're gonna—it's gonna be released into the atmosphere. And oh wait, I'm sorry, I'm totally wrong on that. Let me rephrase that: the chemical weapon that was developed was released into the atmosphere and killed 80% of your Asia population. Um, thus, the reason why Blade Runner-type atmosphere, because it's really dystopia. Um, so it's like 50 years after this horrible weapon was released. And that's when these new life forms named Bioroids come around, and they're, you know, they, they're on this island called... The whole game takes place on this island called the Neo-Cobb City. Um, and so this, these Bioroids are killing killing these people and taking their place in society, and no one knows where they've come from. And so, as Gillian Seed, you're working for the Anti-Snatcher Task Force, it's a great name, called Junker. And so your goal is to track down the source of all the Snatchers. And the way the game's played, it's like, it's not exactly like the... Like, you, didn't have, you, you had to find key items, but, like, they weren't, like, find these six items and put them together and make something else to get past stuff. It was more like you had to talk to people, look at them, investigate them, um, and try to figure out their motives uh, and figure out where the source of these spiroids are coming from. Um, the only difference that they had, but there were scenes that would go into kind of like a, it's a three-by-three grid of squares, and you had to fire, shoot at targets that would appear. Either there would be enemies or they would be uh, civilians. You would only shoot the civilians, of course. Um, so it's like you kind of like got trained on how to do this shooting piece. It turned like from kind of like a first-person shooter, but you only you didn't actually have any movement. You kind of just put into the different squares where the where you wanted to shoot. Um, so it, it was it was kind of a. I really enjoyed the game when I got it. Like it was probably the only game I got in the Sega CD that made me feel that the Sega CD was worthwhile. I mean, most of the other games I got made me feel like a peeping tom versus actually 
Philly a gamer. Um, so I think everyone out there needs to play. Is there any questions so, from the bats? So pretty much like every Sega CD game that came out, it's something you just have to experience. Yes, like all of them. Like a Sewer Rat, you, or whatever it was called. Oh, and apparently, which I did not know this, because I did not have it as a kid, is actually um, compatible with the Justifier. I don't even know what the Justifier is. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it was like the light gun. Oh, for oh for the Sega? Yeah. Alright, I well, we just call it the light gun. I, I'm, I think I owned it, I didn't know it was called the Justifier. That's like something from a Judge Dredd comic book. <laughs> this, I think, well, I'm going to phrase it. I think it's called the Justifier. Yeah, it's called the Justifier. Judge Dredd, what's your weapon called? The Justifier. Of course, it was weird because the Justifier was made by Konami. It wasn't made by Sega. It was an awesome game. I think everyone needs to play it. It's batch, you should play it, and then you should tell people how much, how much you loved it. If I could find a way to play it, like if it came out on uh, PSN or XBLA or something, I'd download it, play it. I uh, I did uh, look up uh, some YouTube videos of it, and it, it, it was definitely my type of game. Um, highly conversation-driven uh, type of thing. Uh, not not for those. If, if you hate cutscenes, you would not not like not like this game. Well, that's for sure. Well, I, was, I, I was just reading some stuff about it earlier. And, and some people like describe it as a visual novel because right. and stuff like that. Um, I like those type of games. Yeah, I mean, and if you like noir or you like cyberpunk, this is right up your alley. Like, it, it I'm telling you, it feels like a great cyberpunk story. And you kind of get that, you do drive the story a little bit. Um, you know, it's not like it's an old game, so it didn't have like the different branches of good evil or like making wrong choices. You basically had to go the one path. But really, it, it was. It, it, it still stands out as probably the, my most, my favorite Sega CD game of all time. It actually might be one of my favorite games of all time. Hmm. Well, let's not get crazy. I don't, I don't know. I've been trying to buy it again, so I don't really try to buy many games again. Of course, I have most of the games I want. So. Except for the one you mentioned last week. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, the GameCube. I forgot about that game. <laughs> so anyone out there that has a Snatcher copy, uh, send it my way. <laughs> Um, yeah, alright, well it sounds good and definitely if uh, I'll check it out if I can find a copy or if somebody has uh, turned it into Flash, Flash version somewhere because I'm oh. sure it's probably about 20 megabytes the whole game. Probably, uh, but that would be very sad if that happened. I hate Flash. Well, I, I, I don't, would you be, are you sad that someone turned Flash or are you sad that everyone would get to enjoy the game? Which one? Oh, that's so hard to say. Spread the love, man. Spread the love. But it's Flash. And we'll swallow the hate. Spread oh the love. God, there's a map. I'm getting the manga. The manga? Yeah. I like comics. Anyhow. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, that's it. Kids, don't play the game. Buy the comic book instead. No, Is play the game. Dumb? Oh, I'm sorry. But also buy the, the manga. Comic See? book. Do both. It's a manga. Manga's are different than comic books. This would be the time we'd read emails, but sadly, we don't have any. This well, one's read. No, we don't have any emails to read this week. Uh, so we implore you, if implore you, you beg if, you, if, if you want your questions answered, and I, or you want to just say how wrong something we said was, put in an email. We'll read. We will read it on the air. Trust me. <laughs> um, we have no shame. You can be like. Dear Bats and Case, you both suck. 
I'm like, well, thank you. Thanks for at least you're listening to our show. Or, to probably point out how I, I said some Snatcher stuff completely wrong. Well, um, yeah, well, that's fine. Also, um, I love uh, Brad Pitt in that movie. You know, Metal Gear was in, it was in the game. Was he? Yeah. It's not that Metal Gear, though. It was something else. There's a device that he uses, a little robot that follows him around called Metal Gear. Uh, I, I thought maybe it was a piece of gear that was made of metal. No, it was it was his little robotic assistant was named Metal Gear. Ah, he could talk to people through it using the video phone that it had on it. It's also where you saved your game. His his uh, his uh, Metal Gear had Skype. Yep, apparently. Huh. <laughs> well, anyhow, so back back to the emails. Welcome to the future. <laughs> the future is me. So huh? we don't have any emails this week. So, but feel free to email us. We we love to read some stuff online. Uh, Give you a shout out. Probably yep. be insulted by you. Most likely, bats will insult you back. I'll be nice and calm and. Oh, because I'm, I'm always pissed. I hate yeah. everybody. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and, and that email address is is podcast at uh, thronecontrollers.com. Right. And if you have to want to complain about me directly and just yell at me, you can try. You can do it at case at thronecontrollers.com also. Or if you'd like to tell me how much uh, that uh, case. Uh, gets words wrong, uh, you can send it to bats at thronecontrollers.com. Hey, my mind gets them right. I, I will, just, I will, I won't let him read your emails. I will, I will I just, leave them anonymous. My mouth just moves too slow for them to keep up with my brain, is the problem. I'm not touching that one. Um, so yeah, so definitely, yeah, check us out. Uh, go to thronecontrollers.com. Check it out. Comment um, on some of the stories. Uh, send us an email at uh, podcast at thronecontrollers.com. Or uh, you can uh, even follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, Twitter is, uh, is uh, Controller Talk. On their uh, case, and I will uh, be uh, just randomly posting things. Maybe if we're just playing a game during the week, we might just say, like, uh, hey, Finally got Allison's Madness from UPS. Don't hate them as much. That's that what Case might say. Um, you know, or what, no, what I'll, I'll still hate them. Or hey, made to this part in Duke, Duke Nukem. Nukem. Uh, yeah, I can't say words well. You know what? You know what? You can go straight to hell. <laughs> um, uh, and it doesn't suck that bad on a scale of shit to suck. Yes. So, anyhow, so yeah, so guess what? This is that was Stone Controllers, right? That was our episode. It was. That's another one on the box. Awesome. So, so subscribe to us on iTunes or go to the site and uh, pick up the MP3 uh, in the podcast section, and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, and if anybody out there that's a female wants to dress up like Katrina Gibson from Snatcher and send me a picture, that'd be awesome. No one knows who that is. Rock and roll. We out. Peace. Better checkity check your ass before you wreck ass, son. <laughs> I'm guessing you have two computers, an empty apartment, and one of those big plastic buckets. That's it, and you just sit on that bucket. <laughs> <laughs>
like looks like the designer never even seen a boob. Like they think it's a bag of sand.